0: is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman And we're back on The Blitz (laughs) Our number
1: two 713-780 ESPN is your number 713-780-3776 or you can get us on The Blitz Facebook page find The Blitz click like you're good to go there's also Twitter at Fred Fowler F-A-O-U-R at AJ is the real. At Aaron is blitzed. At Degenerates 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. And I don't know who you're responding to there. And look, I guess Lamont. Basically, said, teams have way more intel than draft experts. Okay, I got. I, you know what my response is to that? Tennessee Titans first round pick last year. <laughs> Somebody do a good job on that or not? Well, no, they're the, experts. The problem is teams make mistakes too, but. That's, that's apparently play. that's okay. Projection. But that's okay with fans. Fans love it that teams make mistakes. But if, if Lance does a bad mock draft, he's somehow clueless. I don't get it. Uh let's start a little NBA. Believe it or not, but I want to do some fun NBA. Like where your Rockets stand. Oh
2: yeah. Uh and they are the best. They're tremendous.
1: Uh no. No. They're, they're very, very good. They uh they're not they're good. S- they're sports players. They'll come to the White House when they finish <laughs> worst, and they get that trophy for the worst, which really means they're the best. Do you think Joe Biden thinks that maybe the Rockets are going to win the title? Huh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Rockets hockey. Uh they're, 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 they're going to beat the Leafs.
2: Listen, <laughs> this is a. Uh, it, they they did what we hoped they would do about yeah you know twenty games into the season we knew what they were and we said hey as soon as James Harden left lose every game you can lose and they did
1: I'm quite fond of them for that I'm proud yeah I'm like yeah. a
2: proud papa unless they don't get a top three pick and then I'm going but, but to, that's uh, not that's out of their control I'm going to continue to not care about they've them. done
1: everything they can to, they to get have. that top three pick but um, I was looking at the the playoff projections. I think the rockets are 0%. They are. But uh just you know for people who haven't been paying attention. It. I'll give you I'll give you the Eastern Conference real quick. Uh right now Sixers 1, Nets 2, the Daryl Morey led Sixers. Yeah, Bucks 3, Knicks 4. How about that? How about that? Of course they're in a battle with Atlanta and Miami in in that 4 to 6. Uh Boston is 7, Hornets 8, Wizards 9, Pacers 10. Looks like those are your play-in type teams in the East. Um what's in, in interesting about the West Interesting standing. Well when it rained, Warriors might play Lakers in play in. Yeah. The way it's shaping up. Jazz are first, Sun Sun second, Clippers third, Nuggets four, Mavs five, Trailblazers six, Lakers seven, Warriors eight, Grizz nine, and San Antonio ten. Who I nobody wants to play San Antonio as nine seed. That's just
2: Although would it would be Warriors San Antonio,
1: I uh, b- believe so. It just uh, or the Warriors it, eight. Uh, Warriors are eight right now. Okay, so yeah, it just depends on how how these shake down here down the stretch. But uh, that's the you know that that's the important stuff. Well, not really the important stuff. The important stuff is where your Rockets stand. Okay, and we need them to be bottom three, right? Yes. Well, they're they're going to be bottom three. I, I think they've all but clinched that. Because remember last week when we went over this, you know the the Magic were a threat. You know the the Timberwolves started winning. Timberwolves aren't even 14th anymore. <laughs> they have surpassed the Thunder. Those dummies. So the uh, the Rockets are 16 and 52, five and a half games behind the Thunder. I feel confident that they will hold on to that spot. I think so too. Worst in the West. Yep. So, the only question is the East. Well, the Pistons are 20 and 49. He's got to lose one more game. Yeah, that's it. And now, Aaron sent me something from Dream Shake that said the Rockets should try to win tonight because it's not really going to affect them long term. And, and they own the Blazers' pick. They have the Blazers' pick. And so, if the Blazers wind sense. up sliding to 10th, you move up a few spots.
2: Here's the thing about the Rockets, and I really believe this the Rockets haven't been tanking, they're just a really horrible team. Yeah. So it's not like, I, I don't think the Rockets have been trying to lose games. They just don't have good players. That makes right. it hard to win in the NBA.
1: Right. Um, and I'm getting a lot of people asking me this question. I, and I, you know, I know I mentioned it when, when, during my Baffert rant, but he said I had uh, Hot Rod Charlie across, has just changed my ticket, have not cashed yet. No. Uh, once, and that's and one of the things that sucks. But once the race is declared official, then that's it. And
2: most books, once business closes that day, they don't really, they don't accept any changes,
1: right? And yeah, this is something that's going to apply long term to to sports betting. And, and this is something that because as more people who haven't done it before start doing it, you're going to see controversies like this in sports betting too. Yeah, and we already have to an extent, but uh, yeah. 713-780-ESPN, 713-780-3776. And, um, yeah, I I just don't – I wish it were different. And I I guarantee you there'll be some offshore book that does something really smart, like say, okay, we're going to refund X percent of Derby wagers. So – and then, uh, Fred, I'm actually looking forward to your NHL playoff projections. Are you planning on posting anything to Sports Map soon? No, I, I don't really do anything for Sports Map anymore. Um, He's retired. I, I'm, yeah, I, I've disassociated myself. How's that? But I will, uh, will either do something on Twitch or I'll do a segment on the show. I mean, there's not a hell of a lot going on, so it won't be too hard. I, it's it is going to be very interesting this year in terms of. I mean, I think I have a real good feel for the first two rounds because these teams have all been playing each other, you know, over and over again. So, each division has played within has only played teams in its own division. Where it's going to really get tricky is like whoever wins each division when we get to the final 4, trying to figure out who's really good and who's not. That's where it's going to get tricky. But I feel pretty good about the first two rounds and you know, and the Leafs losing in the first round just because <laughs> So
2: I don't even know who's going to make the playoffs. So uh, you guys are all out of me. Well, the Leafs clinch first in the
1: North. Oh, in the Nordic Division. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, but and they're going to wind up playing the Canadians, who they're light years better than. But as a longtime Leafs fan since 1996, mm-hmm. not not like not like longtime Jaguar fan for three weeks. This goes back to '96. Honestly, I've been a, a Leafs fan
2: longer than you. How do you figure that? 'Cause NHL ninety four, they were my second favorite team to use. <laughs> Felix the Cat Popvin. I mean Doug Gilmore. I like just saying. They weren't my favorite team, but they were, you know, they were my number two.
1: Yeah, I I mean I was kind of a fan before that. I just totally fell in love when I actually got to go to a game okay. there. So uh and no I disassociate. I'm just I, I'm just not doing things for sports map right now because I'm working on sports map elite and uh among other projects that I'm trying to get launched here over the next couple months, and so I just don't I don't have the time to devote to it. So I, I didn't mean to imply anything. People people always just jump on that on stuff like that. Um, I w- I would like to ask a question though, uh, and, and use the text line for this. Um, you know, we had some pretty good fill-ins last week. Just over the next few minutes, just text the show and tell me who you like the best. I'm just kind of curious. Um, you know, in case we need to do fill-ins again, because yeah. we're going to have to at some point my butt's taking some time off this summer. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. But anyway, the, uh, your Rockets are safely in the last spot. And now, but this, this would be a Rocket thing, right? That they would finish with the worst record and not get a top four pick. Do we know what their odds of not getting a top four pick is? I want to say it's almost one- it's 48% of not getting one. Yeah. It seems high.
2: 52% to get a top four pick, 48% not.
1: I thought it was closer to 28%. No, it's like a
2: coin flip for them Mm -hmm. to to be in the top four, which is gross, but that's the way it works now. They they changed it a while back.
3: Yeah, overall, the the teams with the three worst records get a 52.14% chance at a top four.
1: That's pretty pretty damn weak <laughs> it's weak that's what it's yeah, you know that's gonna happen then it's there, there's no way going they're to getting, i'm gonna stay right now right now I, almost as big a guarantee as bob baffert there's no way they get a top four pick and then if they don't get a top four i think they're picking like 18th yeah oof. and then whatever the the blazers, the blazers pick, have, which will be yeah. like 23 so oof yeah that's uh that doesn't look good
2: Hey, did you see that uh, Forbes put out their list of most valuable uh, sports franchises? No. I, I'll let you guess. Who do you think number one is? The the, the, the top few are usually pretty easy.
1: Uh, just include the soccer teams? <clears throat> yes. Okay, so it's probably like uh, Man U is up there.
2: So number one overall is the Dallas Cowboys still. Really? $5.7 billion they are worth. Interesting. And I would get, I would venture that that's low based on the sales of some of these teams we've seen in in recent years. Five point seven may be low. Number two is the New York Yankees, five point okay. two five. Bill,
1: God, I would have thought the soccer teams were worth more.
2: Number three is the Knicks at five. Bill, wow. The number one soccer team is number four, and it's. I would have thought it would be Manchester United, but it's not.
1: Uh, Barcelona? Yeah. Yeah.
2: 4.76 billion. Number five, also soccer. Real Madrid, 4.75 billion. Number six, the Golden State Warriors, 4.7 billion. Jeez. Wouldn't have thought that. Just ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers, 4.6 billion. Did you ever think you'd see a day where the the Warriors would be worth, worth more than the Lakers?
1: Well, new arena.
2: Although didn't yeah. help last year, but
1: yeah, I, I could.
2: I mean, it, it, the last and the Lakers are coming off a title.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's crazy to me. Uh, the Lakers are seven. The New England Patriots eight at four point four billion. New York Giants four point three billion. They're always going to be worth a bunch, no matter how awful they are. And Bayern Munich four point two one billion dollars hmm. that's your top 10 manchester united nowhere on the list mm, it's probably because the
1: glazers have ruined must them be yeah must I, be. I learned that from listening to soccer matters with Glenn what's Davis. the most valuable hockey franchise maple leafs and what are they at you think uh, i thought they were i think it's maple leafs rangers um blackhawks or red wings no, maybe i, I think it's either the Islanders or the Bruins. I mean, the New York teams obviously are worth a bunch. I think the Islanders because of the, you know, once that new arena opens, they're going to go up there. But, uh, I'm pretty sure at least last year, you know what? I may be wrong. The Rangers may have passed the Maple Leafs last year. So, but it it was not 2 billion. There you go. NHL team values.
2: Um, number one, New York Rangers. Now 1.65 billion. Yeah. Toronto 1.5 then Montreal, Montreal 1.34, Chicago 1.08, Boston 1 bill. Yeah, so I Everyone else uh, Kings are 6. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty close except for the Islanders. I don't have the Islanders. Kings, Flyers, Red Wings, Capitals, uh Canucks round out the top 10. As bad as the Kings have been. It's, uh, it's LA, Penguins, Stars, Knights, Oilers, Devils,
1: Islanders 16th. Uh let me ask you a question. What's uh what are the Panthers valued at on that list? They are
2: way down the list here. Predators 25, Ottawa 26. Yeah, what is Ottawa worth? Uh Ottawa is worth 430 million. No, they're not. The Panthers are the second most affordable team. Okay. 295 million.
1: Yeah, I got that.
2: You got it? Yeah, I got that. Arizona's 285.
1: So you could save 10. Yeah. I like the roster better in Florida. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd celebrate by drinking a Carbock. A Carbock. That's right, baby.
2: Um, listen, if you are looking for a beer, car has got you covered no matter what kind of beer drinker you are. Uh, you want something light and refreshing. The Love Street always hits the spot. You want an easy drinker that's good for any occasion, especially a ball game. Crawford Bach is the way to go. You Are you an IPA guy, a hop guy? They've got the Hop Tongue. They've got Hopadillo. They've got uh, Rodeo Clown. They've got Light circuit, They've got a ton of different IPAs to choose from. And if, you, if you're saying, listen, man, I, I'm not drinking beer. Okay, how about the Ranch Water? They've got four different flavors right now. Agave lime, Meyer lemon, watermelon, and prickly pear. They're all delicious and all available at a grocer near you. Uh, and all of these beers and ranch waters and and even more are available at their restaurant. In fact, there's some beers there that you won't be able to find anywhere else. Uh, only there, and you can have a great meal while you're at it. Uh, open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Follow Carbock on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see the latest on the restaurant and the brewery. And when you're out and about, grab yourself some Carbock.
0: I know sometimes i be wrong I'm like come and put on me. Don't be running from me If I like it i spend money on it Get whatever from me this, this is The Blitz, <laughs> Blitz On ESPN, ESPN. 97.5 You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-3776.
1: A few people asked about the Baffert thing. Is it bad luck or is he truly dirty? Medina ran a great race. (laughs) Is it's bad luck? It's, it's, uh, you know, I kind of went through... Uh, every you know, every one of the coincidences in Bob Baffert's career. And you can judge for yourself based on that.
2: Listen, I mean, if you think it's bad luck, then you think like Miguel Tejada and Sammy Sosa had bad luck. Like, except they didn't.
1: They <laughs> hit the hell out of the ball.
2: No, no, I'm talking about with steroids.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, but by but by the time they got caught, they'd already made their money and done their thing. Well, Sammy Sosa kept getting caught after. <laughs> like Well, it's Bob Baffert's made his money, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well. And I'm still I'm still baffled that people think that oh just because somebody works for a team they know what they're doing yeah yeah that's and and someone who does it in the media doesn't okay uh, respectfully disagree let's uh let's talk you know what I am no draft expert but I want to talk to Travis about the NBA lottery what's up Travis
0: hey gentlemen sports sports. Hey uh, Greg, we felt wrong, but I thought if the uh, Rockets have the first—I mean, the worst record in the league—they're
3: guaranteed
2: a top three pick. And that was the old days, my friend. I think the worst they can do now is like sixth,
1: but they wouldn't get a six pick. That would—they wouldn't Oklahoma get a city. It. Yeah. yeah.
2: So really, I mean, for them, it's top four or bust. But that, that's a, uh, yeah, that—that's the way it used to work, but not anymore.
1: Yeah, and I, I admit I've had no reason to pay any attention to the NBA draft lottery for years, or the NBA draft for that matter, because the, the Rockets don't draft. Yep. So I just I know how things have gone in this city this year. They're gonna have the worst record. They're not gonna get a top four pick. I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong too, because it it would mean this whole year has been for nothing.
2: Yeah. And, and they, man, uh, and I, I keep everybody. I keep everybody saying if they get the number one pick, they're going to take Cade Cunningham. I, I, it almost makes me hope they get the number two
1: pick then. <laughs> but well, I, I would like to see them get your guy. I really would. Uh, th- that would that would give me something I could root for, until he turns out to have a Deshaun fetish, and then you'll have to let him go. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Apparently, uh, your buddy. Peter King, who was kind of, I don't know if fossilized is the right word. Uh, well, maybe it is. Um, still thinks that he kind of went over the odds of where Watson could wind up. Of course, now I can't find it. I love that when I start talking about it. Um, but he thinks there's there's still interest. To me, I'm hanging on to the dude as long as I can at this point, right? Yeah. Because there's no reason for me to move him. I mean, until either next season when he's already served a suspension and somebody's lost a quarterback, like let's say Aaron Rodgers snaps, or you wait till the end of next season when all his suspension stuff is over and you get the most stuff. So, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I I can't find the actual odds, but he has Philadelphia as one of the biggest favorites to – to actually pull off a trade. And he says Philadelphia and and Carolina, which are two teams. that It makes sense because they don't have locked quarterbacks.
2: Although, man, I, I mean, the fact that Carolina didn't draft one makes me feel like they're pretty comfortable with trying to see what they got in Sam
1: Darnold. Yeah, and so why not do that for a year? And if it doesn't work out, you trade for Deshaun. Yeah. You know, by then he'll have... If Deshaun is, exists by then. Yeah, by then he'll have the towel back on. <laughs> so... Um, so, his thoughts on Tebow back in the league I mean they said I get few thoughts yeah there's not much to say you know what I like about it someone's going to draft him in your fantasy league yeah you know what I like about it it gives the Jaguars more God than the Texans that, well, that's, and, I mean, that's, that's it I, mean, he's, I, I guarantee you you do the, the, the God rankings Tebow greater than one fish two fish
2: so. I would guess yeah, he's pre- he's got more clout. Shout
1: out to the fish.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Like Tebow- no one's never shouted out the fish. No one thinks Tim Tebow is like a uh, a charlatan. Like they all like. No, I mean they only- there's people who are annoyed by Tim Tebow for being exactly what he is, which is like an overly nice guy who who loves Jesus so much that some people find it obnoxious. And that's fair. That some people are annoyed by that. They're like, he's he's a goody good good, and people don't like him for it. That's okay. That's, but nobody thinks that he's like some sort of false, like phony Jesus guy who's really just like a wolf trying to to pull the wool over people's eyes. No,
1: I, I think I, I think you're missing the point on what people get bothered by. It's not that it's that he's evangelical about it. Is that he? Well, yeah, he wants people to convert, and most people don't respond, including me. Don't respond well to that. But I think he's a decent dude. I think he believes what he believes. Uh, And I don't think he's a charlatan. I I think he's a good dude. I just, you know. Do you think that about Jack? No. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Are you kidding me? That's what I'm saying. Are you kidding me? No. I, I don't know much about Jack because he sure has gone silent. Ooh, more Twitter silent. Jack Easterby, Deshaun Watson, President Trump. Well, President Trump is winning. <laughs> he had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> but but that guy's gone completely silent. So to me, and that's, you know what? If you're a con man and people find out you're a con man, you know what you do? You shut the hell up. Well, first, you should get your butt out of town. But he's still got the right people conned. Just not me. For now. Yeah. For now, he does. And hip-hop asks, what position is Tebow supposed to play? Now, he's supposed to be a tight end, which if he had converted... Right. See, even that sounds wrong when you're talking about Tebow. If he had converted Gosh. So here's the question.
2: How many snaps does Tim Tebow take this season? Zero. Zero. You don't think they'll run like a Taysom Hill type package for him? Oh, I'm sure they will. So it's not zero. I, I don't think I don't think
1: he's making the team, though. No. Okay. All right. So uh <laughs> I bet he does. I
2: mean the Jags know they're not winning. So it's just it's a way to sell tickets it's a way to to get yeah, some hope
1: yeah and and you know do the guys solid if
2: if they were legit you know if they had a chance to compete i would say he he wouldn't but they're still a couple years away if they're going to yeah so i i think they'll they'll stick with his gimmick for a while
1: um uh, getting back to the Deshaun thing it says when when, when you want the Deshaun situation gone and away since the season starts no cloud hanging over the team no one has to answer questions hey the reality is they're only going to have to answer questions like the first couple of weeks while he's sitting out. And, and it's going to be, the suspension part should be resolved by then. So there's not much to say if he's suspended. And then you have to start answering questions around the trade deadline. And to me, you know, that's one where if you ask the players, they're, they're going to say, we're going to play with the guys who are here. Uh, and, and no, I mean, I think fans want it done so they can be done with the distraction. But if I'm a team now, I'm holding on till next offseason when I know what the draft picks are uh for the teams that come after me i know if they're going to have a top 10 to pair with my top three and that's the direction i'm going i don't see any reason to do it if you didn't get it done before the draft there's absolutely zero reason to make a trade until his value is is better than what it is now
3: do you think they'll use it as a cop out if the suspension hasn't been given out yet if they would just go well, it's part of the NFL investigation. We can't talk about it because, you know, we're not going to interview with the investigation in well, the it, NFL, it, even though we know that's a cop but, out. But the story's
1: a different thing. Then That means he hasn't reported and he's actually holding out and not getting paid uh, if, if there is no suspension or any of that other stuff. So then, it's a, then it is a different story. Then it can be a distraction. But I mean, if, you, if you're the Texans and he doesn't report and you say, hey, look, we don't care. Don't yeah. report. We're not going to pay you. Yeah. Then you've already moved on from him. And it's funny because uh, one of Aaron's show prep things, like the the first one he sent us. Uh, well, you, you want me to read the headline, or do you want to read the headline? Uh, I'll I'll do it. it says, Jeremy Fowler. Says NFL teams that see that the Texans are slowly moving on from Watson. <laughs>
3: no, uh, what yeah. gave you that idea? That was yeah. on every sports blog I go through twenty four of them a day. It was on almost every single one of them. <laughs> After a lot of thought, they've uh, decided yeah.
1: that maybe. They're slowly moving on. Okay, so they took him off their their uh, show thing. They took him off the tickets. They drafted a Davis. Uh, what gives them the idea that they're slowly moving on from him? Well,
2: to be fair, to be to fair, be fair uh, if you ask Nick, they would say they're not moving on from him. If if you ask Cal, they'll say, "Well, Deshaun's still a Texan." Like.
1: Uh no, so publicly. No, I, I think now he's I think now well go look at that transcript. When asked about Deshaun Watson, he mentions nothing about the guy, nothing about quarterbacks. He just does one of his word salad answers. Cal basically just says we're monitoring the situation. Of hmm? course he says it a lot times We're monitoring the situation. So yeah, I mean I I I I think like right now, you're not getting, you're, for one thing, you're getting a pick that you don't know where it is. Uh, you're going to get pennies on the dollar for the guy. I'm going to hang on to him at this point. I'm already paying him or not paying him to pay, based on the suspension. And it's not like he has any leverage whatsoever. Which, again, now I have this image of him air humping again and thinking about leverage. And it's just, you know, I, I hate myself for this. But, you know, he can demand all the trades he wants. If I'm the Texans, I'm like, nope, you know what? For one thing. Should have kept your towel on, because if you keep your towel on, I was able to make a deal. Yeah, I was able to get plenty for this team. You screwed us. We'll we'll trade you when we want to trade you. And that's just a fact. Yep.
2: All right. Uh, you know what else is a fact? Best windows in the whole wide world. All State Windows and Siding. I know because I've got them at my house, Bubba. And I not only are they beautiful, and they are. My wife loves them especially. She she got to customize them and design them. Uh so she likes that. But I think they're beautiful because they're saving me forty percent on my electric bill. So whether and by the way, it's a great time to be selling your house, apparently. Uh and if you got new windows, guess what? Your house is even more appealing. So you're gonna get your money back on these windows. That's a great thing. And and that forty percent on your electric bill. If you keep the house or you sell the house, you're getting your money back on these windows. That's what I'm telling you. Plus, you're gonna get twenty five percent off all window packages just by being a 97.5 listener. Simple as that. Uh, they've got cash discounts, military discounts, first responder discounts. You name it, they got it. And they, they want to help you save money and beautify your home with great windows and siding. 832-204-1936. Or you can check them out online. Allstatesidingandwindows.com. Together we'll make Because when the sun shines, will shine together
0: you here forever I'm sticking it till the, the end. Now this more than ever, Don't you will still each other. You stand under my You my ESPN 97.5. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we're back on The Blitz. Um, trending in the United States, Kenny Main announces his departure from ESPN. It's uh, going to sound wrong to me. I didn't know Kenny was still working there.
2: Oh, I did. He's he and uh, and Scott Van Pelt are probably my two favorite guys at ESPN. So that's a a bummer to me. And every time there's a quote-unquote salary cap departure from ESPN, I always think about the fact that Chris Berman still works there, and it kind of bums me out.
1: Yeah, I Kenny uh, back in the day we had uh, when we covered the the Breeders' Cup, a bunch of us get together and have a horse draft, and then whoever you know, like of all the races. And whoever had the most points would get all the money. And mm. Kenny would always take part. So I got to know him a little bit. Uh, good dude. But I, I don't really watch Sports Center anymore. So he says, Fred, I get your joke about Cal. Do you think the cancel culture will attack you about special needs, kids? What? Special? I'm not. I'm making. That's on you, brother. I'm making fun of Cal as a dumb, slow adult. <laughs> a dumbass. Okay. Guess what? I hate to break it to you. A lot of people are dumb. So I don't know how you took it to that, but that's on you, brother, and cancel away.
2: Uh, Not yeah. other other people who still work at ESPN.
1: Yeah, that bums me out. That uh, I mean, we, we all admit Berman is number one on the list. Number of, one, he, he should be sacrificed. Uh, Lee Corso. Oh God, he's. I mean, he can't be far behind, right? Yeah, he's. I, I he's. He can still do the, the helmet thing at the end, which is more than Berman can do. So I'll give him a slight edge based on that. But otherwise, um,
2: I hate to say it. Cause, I mean, I like him, but it's pro- probably past his prime. Certainly Tim Kirkchin
1: Timmy. Like
2: yeah. you have Jeff Passan now and like, yeah, I, I mean, I, they've you, got enough guys. Got Buster Olney. Like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like maybe run its course. Uh, and Dick Vitale, yeah, you know those guys all still work there. I
1: I did offer to fight Dick Vitale,
2: <laughs> and as far as like, <laughs> for for charity, of course, right. And as far as the guys who are like, you know, the I, I guess the anchors, which is the category that Kenny Maine would fall under. You know, they, they, there's there's a whole lot of guys who are. Just bodies, and I'm, I'm sure it, it make it, I guess it makes some sense because I'm sure that Kenny Mayne made more money than a lot of those guys, but I don't know. He, he seems like a, a real personality. I, I enjoyed him, so that, that's a bummer to me.
1: No, I, I like the guy. I just I, I wasn't trying to be. Uh, disrespectful. I just don't watch SportsCenter anymore. Yeah. So I had no idea that he was he was gone. I, I don't watch ESPN for anything. God, think except, about it. think about how much money
2: Stephen A. Smith makes. Yeah, well, that's her. That's her <laughs> guy. Woody Page still works at ESPN.
1: Anna Storm. I know. somebody yeah. just mentioned that. Nobody wants to say that, but what about uh,
2: Bob Le- Ryan? Still works oh, at God. ESPN.
1: Is Linda Cone still there?
2: Linda Cohn still works at ESPN. Wow. Michelle Beadle still works at ESPN.
1: That... Okay. Hmm. Well... Tony Kornheiser still works at ESPN. Boy, there was a time when his and Wilbon show was just like at the the forefront of yep. everything. And, I mean, it, I, I don't know what the ratings are now, but does anybody still watch it? I don't think anybody I mean, watches it. I'm just it. curious because um, I've really gotten to where... Um,
3: they shouldn't. They should be listening to us.
1: Of course they should. But I've gotten to where the only things I watch on ESPN are actual events. And if I want, you know, if I want NFL news, I tend to watch NFL Network. If I want MLB, I watch MLB Network. And if I uh, want hockey, I watch the NHL. And ESPN never really. I I don't need. I mean, I guess the the way they do Sports Center now, I get the highlights. I don't need it. So. But I don't know if it's just because Disney's involved or what. But
3: But also anytime there's breaking news, it's right in your pocket the whole time. So Right. When and, Aaron Rodgers gets traded, they'll have it on TV, you know, two minutes after it's announced, but it'll be on Twitter the second it's announced.
2: Oh mm. Tyler's right. Michelle Beadle did get but she she got a buyout from ESPN, so she's mm. not there
1: anymore. I, uh, let me guess. Doing some podcast somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh I think a 2 is being sarcastic. Berman's the fastest 3 minutes in football. is the only reason to watch Monday night football. Oh, Come on, guys.
2: God. Oh, really? Oh, Chris Berman. I, I and the, the, it's like please let anyone else call the Home Run Derby. Anyone. Anyone. Oh no, he's coming. Back back back, back 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 no. back 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 back.
1: Anyone. Uh I mean that's fine in a game when it happens three times, but for the home run derby where it's every single swing, come on, man! It's terrible, terrible. But yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting that yeah. I wonder how long this market is going to sustain guys like Stephen A. and it, it, because I know Fox kind of became a competitor, but those those shows don't rate for anything either. Man, it, it, at what point? Do you kind of realize that that format is.
2: I wonder if they worry about like television ratings, or if they're more worried about clicks and interactions on social media and things like that. Like, because that's really what most people—that's what most people watch now. Well, As you're it, right. Very few people watch
1: SportsCenter, but but I think that's also why these these shows go out of their way to say provocative. Well, actually, made up things a lot of times is to get those clicks and get the the interaction. So. Oh, Oh, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. ESPN National jumped the shark when they declared uh, Dan Orlovsky an NFL expert. Uh, you know, hey, some guys might have been. Uh, they might not have been the best players, but some sometimes those make the best analysts. And and sometimes the guys who uh, were fantastic, but you know what, Tony Romo, really good quarterback. Not a great quarterback. Not an all-time great quarterback, right? We yeah. We agree on that. Pretty damn good quarterback. Hell of an analyst. I think the guys who are the greatest, like, like Peyton Manning, I know they want to pay this guy. I don't think he'd be a great analyst. Because when you see things on the field, and, and you're, you're that much better than everybody else, and you know, what, you, know, you know what you can do, and then you see some guy who can't do that, a lot of times it doesn't translate. Same thing with coaching. So... um. It's not Mark Bur- uh, Berman. That's that's local. Like, I, I think he, I saw something where he's like thirty five years now. Yeah, I mean, since it. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nathan, I thought Deshaun was the fastest three minutes. <sighs> Slippery slope, there, guys. Slippery slope. <laughs> um, but you know, I I'm I'm kind of curious. The uh, like what they're going to do now that they've got like half that hockey package that they bought? Are they going to hire people again for that? I mean, do
2: they you, have Barry Melrose. Is Barry still alive? I think so. I mean, he, I, I, I he thought they got rid for, of him.
3: He left for a little while, but then they brought him back. Oh, they realized nobody else could talk. Yeah, hockey. nobody else
2: talks about hockey. <laughs> they're like, all
3: right, we need that. We need Stephen somebody. A. I need you to break down this hockey
2: game. Huh? Oh, they'll try. I mean, they, they Stephen A. We need you to break down these fights. Okay, I, I don't understand anything about fighting, but I'll I'll try and
1: pretend. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll put Stephen A. on it because they just put him on everything. And I mean, hey, that's that's their big star. You got to do it. I'm glad they have a team in Las Vegas now. I'd like to go to a game. Well, Las Vegas isn't playing in this game, Stephen eh? A. <laughs> oh, the Kansas City Chiefs are? <laughs> what was what was the tight end for the? Chargers, it wasn't even playing that these they had to deal with. Um, uh, I don't remember, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't remember either. It's pretty it was funny. funny. Uh, come on, guys, Deshaun's story is a very touchy subject. Oh, <sighs> yeah, I, it, it it's. I think it's interesting. Speaking of Tim, there he is, right there on the TV. Shorter every day. Who's taller, Tim or Palillo? Uh. It's got to be close. Yeah.
2: It might be Tim. Like, no, it might, I mean, it might be Charlie. I'm just looking at that. I don't know who that lady was on there with him, but like, he's like a good three inches shorter than the woman they put on screen with him. That's ne- like, I, I, I would demand, if I were him, I would demand not to be on stage, like, in a one shot with a woman that's three inches taller than me. I just wouldn't, unless it was like a WNBA analyst. Like, okay, uh, I'm Tim Kirkshin here talking for some reason. Rebecca Lobo and I are talking WNBA and Major League Baseball, and we have to be in the same room. Uh, okay, but like a regular, normal sized woman? No, I'm not standing next to her. Sorry. Most of you are gonna have to put us in that split screenshot.
3: I'm not doing it. Google has him listed as 5'5". Five,
1: five. Oh, what's what's uh, Tiny Charlie five seven?
3: Uh. They might actually be the same height. I don't know how uh, tall Charlie is. Yeah,
1: okay,
2: Nick probably knows, or yeah. Joel. I bet Joel knows.
1: Well, if they do, let us know. I'm just—I'm kind of curious who would—who would be—who would, be, uh, would have the post-up advantage in a one-on-one game. So, oh, well, I'm guessing Timmy is like 30 years older than Palolo. Yeah, Hunter Henry—that's who it was. He was a major threat for the Chargers yeah. when he got ruled out two weeks earlier. Um, do you guys get the derby yet? Yeah, I did a rather long rant at uh, 4.15. so uh, and, and I've hit on it a couple times since, but I don't want to beat it to death. A dead, dead, dead horse. horse. Uh, Crystal says, Charlie says he's 5'6", which means he's probably five. That means he's taller than uh, Tim. Dude, we ought to get Altuve in that mix and have like the three little amigos. What do you think?
3: I want to throw John Clayton in that too.
1: Ugh. <laughs> uh, Alright, let's take a quick break Don't go anywhere It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5,
0: 92.5 This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 Real Fun Sports Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 975 and on ESPN 925. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman.
1: And we're back on The Blitz. 713 780 ESPN is your number if you want to get in. 713 780 3776. Seven o'clock tonight, a little late hits with Patrick Creighton. And the Mets? Hall of Fame with Booker T and Brad Gilmore at nine. Booker T had a big day yesterday. His
2: documentary came out on A and E. Oh yeah, he's very, very, very famous.
1: Very famous. Maybe something to watch tonight. I watched. Uh, what did I watch this weekend? Jupiter's Legacy, on uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, superhero thing. Uh, it's it's not bad. It's not something I would say. Oh yeah, jump right on it. Uh nice little nice little ending, which I always like. Um, I, I thought, and I know I, I say this a lot, I felt like it was two episodes too long. Yeah. Which I feel like almost all of these things are two episodes too long. But I guess they get contracted for a certain amount, so they have to drag it out. But I, I, it's okay. for as, as far as superhero stuff goes, you could do worse. All right. Let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. Jeweler gem of the day. All right, this this is one where you really could do worse, uh, and they did. What's your uh, stance on electric vehicles?
2: Um, I mean, I'm not really like against them, but I'm not
1: looking to buy one. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. The uh, the wife brought up wanting a Tesla once. I mean, no, I like the car. half. you forget that? Don't want uh, don't want any Saturday Night Live hosts uh, making my cars, but um, you know we, they talk about how they're supposed to be safer and all these things, and I'm not I'm not in any way throwing water on that. Although someone should have in this case, a malfunctioning Chevrolet Bolt started a fire at a home in Virginia that did two hundred thirty five thousand dollars in damage. Ooh, uh, says there were no injuries, but. Uh, so they had to issue a recall for 69,000 bolts worldwide because the batteries of uh, five vehicles caught fire. And uh, they, had t- they said they should be parked outdoors until recall repairs are made. So five out of 69,000 that just kind of catch on fire, that's a little higher percentage than I would like. A little higher percentage than zero.
0: It's too damn high.
1: But uh, there were 51,000 in the U.S. The model of the uh, one involved in the fire Saturday was not immediately available. So they did warn them that some of the vehicles may pose a risk of fire when charged to full or very close to full capacity. Okay, I, you know, I'm all for trying things, you know, not against new stuff. But if an electric car has to be charged and charging at the full battery might cause it to burn your house down, I think I'm going to pass. Not wise, guys. Just think I'm going to pass on it. Anyway, that's your Zadoc Jewelers Gym of the Day. The gym of
2: the day. It's the gem of the day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym
1: of the day. Um, so he says Shadow and Bone is good. I, I kind of looked at that a little bit today. Like I watched the preview for it, and I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. I just watched one that's kind of weird. I I think I need to watch another murder doc. I think that's my next the way direction. To go. Yeah. Problem is, is now I've, I've I've seen all of those for the most part. Uh, so I'm just curious who the blank buys a bolt. I, I don't know a person. I have no idea. I don't know a single person with a bolt. I will I will say that. I don't know. I don't know one either. So which 97 five personality would make a good Sports Center host? Granado. I mean Granado's the yeah. TV guy. He's the best. Um, Somebody say watch Booker's doc. It was really good. So. I plan on it. Yeah, I will, uh, eh, I'll definitely get to that. Well, I think I'll get to it this week. I get, actually had to, the one cool, the one negative to actually unplugging and not looking at Twitter or email or any of that stuff for four days, kind of spent most of all day today getting halfway caught up. Yeah. So tomorrow's going to be the, uh, hopefully get all the way caught up and then I can start watching stuff again. But uh, you know what we haven't talked about? There's a, a tiger running around town. I know. And not Tiger Woods. No. Uh,
2: But, yeah, I'm against tigers. And I've heard now there's like over a thousand tigers in the city that are just there. I don't want my neighbor to have tigers.
1: I I mean. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a tiger would try to eat my dogs. Yeah. And they can jump fences for sure. And then I'd have to shoot the tiger. And then I would go to jail for killing a, a rare and exotic animal. Like Joe Exotic did. I would have to go to jail for that because they were going to eat my dogs. I can't have that. No. Or me. Yeah. Well, I don't want to meeting people either. Yeah. I mean, well, some people.
2: When I first saw that picture of that guy pointing the gun at the tiger, like I thought it was just like a passerby, but I guess he's like an off-duty cop. i <sighs> I mean, I don't know what kind of service weapon he carries. I don't know if that's a 9 mil. It's kind of hard to tell. Probably a 40. Like, how, how confident would you be that a bullet would stop a tiger?
3: Not very. I don't think I
2: would be either. It's like shooting a bear. I mean, I guess it's less than shooting a bear. A bear is different. A bear is probably mm-hmm. harder to kill than a tiger,
1: but tigers are faster than bears. Yeah, you're not getting a lot of shots off against a tiger. I don't no. think. No. I mean, I, you'd have to have like a like a Clint Eastwood forty four. I
2: mean, I'd rather have the gun than not have it. But he sure was confident. Like he was awfully close to that tiger, and apparently that guy was like out on bond for murder. I, I don't know. Yeah, right. I, I mean, this is a, this is a question from someone who's never been bonded out on a murder charge. <laughs> So, pardon my ignorance on this, but let's say they're they're like, all right, we're gonna let you out on this murder charge, but you're under house arrest. Isn't there something in that where they're like, hey, we're gonna come check out your house, make sure you don't have any weapons, you're not doing anything wrong, you don't have drugs, things like you're on probation or something or parole, right? Uh, I I don't know. I've never
1: been in that situation.
2: Do you, I mean, does does someone not go check on you to make sure you don't have a gun? I thought house or arrest just means they
1: put the little. Uh, anklet on you and you couldn't leave the house. Well, then how
2: come he left the house and they can't find him? Mm, then obviously... You got the, the tiger bit his ankle bracelet
1: off? Well, I mean, I've seen those things disabled before and I watch a lot of movies. So yeah. that, that's, that's where, you know how your fascination with prison sex comes from TV? That's yes. where my fascination yes. from uh, removing uh, uh, ankle bracelets comes from, TV. All right, well. So...
3: Yeah, you're looking just from going through threads on, hey, I'm going hunting what should i have in case there's a tiger when i'm hunting in nepal the smallest caliber i've read is a 44 magnum okay and that's yeah. i mean most everything not, are very large very obscure rounds 275 rigby uh just stuff that you actually have to go and ask specifically for somebody to order it to get those kind of rounds
1: yeah i told you it'd be it'd be dirty harry which I, it's another thing. I went down the uh, Dirty Harry rabbit hole last week. Was watching some of those. Those you can never make those movies now. Uh, it, it's like not not just the police brutality in them, and nothing. He's like he shoots this forty four and it doesn't move right. Like yeah. it, no kick whatsoever, and he always hits him right right in the between the in the forehead. My favorite part though is as someone who watches a lot of Law and Order, you're not supposed to mess with crime scenes, right? Back in those movies, he just walk right up and and like uh, in the Deadpool. Where the little toy blows up the car, he just picks up the wheel of it. Say, like, "Oh, what does this look like? It looks like a toy car." And then he just throws it on top of the car. I'm like, "Dude, you're totally contaminating the crime scene." What the hell? So, so a couple of
2: people say not with COVID. Yeah. Uh, and then they say when you're bonded, they don't check up on you. And house arrest isn't technically you can't leave home. You can go wherever you want. You just have a curfew.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't sound so bad. Frankly, it kind of sounds like the whole COVID thing. Yeah. At least, uh, at least as far as I'm concerned. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, because you guys always uh bitch when I'm wearing my hat and I want to talk about Dr. Linville, I decided to take the hat off and show off show off the hair that has to be cut soon. You've been saying you're going to cut your hair for a long time, know, but you're you know, never cutting you, you your you hair. You know what? Uh, you know what? Tigers tigers don't have they don't have manes like lions. I have a mane. I'm a lion. I'm better than a tiger. And yeah, you you. You wouldn't need a 44 to shoot me, but why would you want to shoot me? Because I have wonderful hair, and it's all thanks to Dr. Linville. And, guys, if you go to 975hair.com and get your free consultation, just go talk to him. And you'll find out that uh, he just wants to help people like you, like me, like himself, because he had it done. His hair looks fantastic. And this is a great, great procedure. It's called the Neograph procedure. And no matter how bald you get, get, then uh, there's hair growing on the back of your head. Well, he just removes those follicles and puts them to where it's missing. And guess what? it's gonna keep growing and it, it looks fantastic uh, especially if you guys are, are handsome and you're getting bald now's the time to get it done because you'll stay handsome and if you're a non-handsome like me hey at least you got a flowing mane 975hair.com go see my man Dr. Linville free consultations get your hair back today 975hair.com
0: cause I saw a tiger now I understand I saw a tiger I can summon, I can give them a... This is ESPN 97.5.